if you did ask me a couple of months back what was the most interesting business deal of the last 20 years, I would have actually probably answered with uh, the YouTube deal, so the acquisition of YouTube by Google. However, if you ask me this again today, after the end of November 2022, I would actually say the deal between Microsoft and OpenAI. Why? Let me explain. Many believe that uh, you know, the bet of uh, Microsoft and OpenAI was uh, dated in uh, 2019, but in reality the partnership goes a few years back, uh, already in 2016. So I would like to revisit a little bit the history of the partnership between OpenAI and Microsoft so that you can understand what's going on right now, how the deal is moving forward, and how things may look like in the future, and also the kind of model that uh, this partnership uh, is uh, actually building up from a business standpoint and therefore the kind of architecture that we're going to get. Now, uh, ChatGPT, as I explained in one of the previous episodes, it uh, was actually both a blessing and a curse for OpenAI. The reason is uh, actually until uh, the end of November 2022, uh, it's true that OpenAI did need a lot of resources to actually keep uh, doing the, the pre-training part to its um, uh, language models and to move forward from GPT-3 for going to GPT-4 and then also to evolve uh, DALI, meaning that, of course, the most expensive part of those AI models is actually the pre-training part. So it's the part where you need to feed, uh, you know, hundreds uh, of billions or billions or even in this case for GPT-4, maybe trillions of parameters in the model and, uh, you know, a huge amount of data in the model to actually um, uh, be able to create a final output, a final model, which uh, is uh, effective uh, as what we saw with GPT, which uh, again was the uh, it comprised the latest version and update of uh, uh, GPT-3 and the, the um, human interactions that had been used to actually sort of uh, fine-tune the, the conversational interface. Now, ChatGPT was definitely the iPhone moment for uh, OpenAI. However, I would like also to highlight how uh, ChatGPT alone uh, is not, uh, you know, um, you know, a final business model and not even a business platform. So we are still on the lookout for something to come together with ChatGPT, which can represent, you know, not just the iPhone moment, but the, the let's say, the iPhone plus App Store moment where you get, uh, you move from a simple product, an incredible breakthrough product to actually a business model and a business platform. Now, millions, um, of users have flocked into ChatGPT in the last months, and uh, this has accelerated the path of uh, actually strength, strengthening the relationship, the partnership between Microsoft and OpenAI. The thing is, of course, is uh, right now this partnership is a little bit tricky because at this point there is a lot of pressure on both sides. On the OpenAI side, as you know, as you can imagine, is burning a lot of cash to keep training its uh, new uh, model generating models, and then on the other side also to keep running ChatGPT for free on the web. And then on the other side, if you're Microsoft, of course, imagine that you uh, need to sustain this uh, huge uh, amount of pressure, which for you might not be an issue if you're Microsoft, but then on the other side, it's also true that this might 
you know, give you a lot of pressure in terms of um, responsibility that you get as a, as a corporation when you release such a powerful, uh, you know, interface like ChatGPT. And therefore, as Microsoft, the, the thing that you want to do, you want to put more capital in because you also want to get more control. And we're going to see why this might be at the same time, you know, good for Microsoft, but, you know, overall, not that good for the evolution of the AI industry. Now, um, Microsoft was uh, quite smart in placing uh, bets uh, on OpenAI, but uh, you might not know that this bet was placed back in 2016, not just in 2019. So let me explain a little bit of the timeline, timeline of uh, the evolution of OpenAI so that you understand how this partnership evolved. So as uh, I explained in previous episodes, OpenAI was a research lab. So back in June 2016, OpenAI do ramped up its research into generative models. And, uh, you know, they explained that the mission of OpenAI already back then was to actually move forward to the artificial general intelligence by making it accessible and uh, as open as possible. Uh, at least in terms of uh, the outcome, meaning that uh, whatever uh, wealth the, the general intelligence would have created, this would have been shared with the society. And that's why at the time, uh, you know, the uh, OpenAI primarily um, worked as a, as a non-profit. So it worked as a research lab uh, foundation. So it was a non-profit organization. But at the time, back in 2016, uh, as uh, you know, OpenAI started to ramp up its uh, research on generative models, it understood that actually those generative models to become viable at scale in the pre-trained stage, so in the stage in which you actually make the model in the first place, they needed a lot of compute power. And this compute power could come only uh, from you know, a cloud player. And in that case, you know, OpenAI chose a Microsoft as the go-to uh, partner. Now, that's when the partnership was established back in 2016, uh, by mid-2016. And uh, uh, already back then, OpenAI started to run most of their large-scale experiments on Azure, uh, just making Azure its my primary cloud platform for deep learning and AI. And on the other side, Microsoft also announced back in 2016 now its objective together with OpenAI would be to democratize artificial intelligence and to take it from uh, the ivory towers and make it accessible for all, quote-unquote. Now, Microsoft would do it through a four-pronged approach, as they explained. So, uh, on the one side, uh, by uh, building the environment for AI through, uh, you know, four elements like agents, applications, services, and infrastructure. And then try to infuse AI in every application that we interact with to make, you know, the whole environment intelligent. And then to make these uh, intelligent capabilities uh, infused in our own uh, apps. And the fourth point was that, you know, Microsoft would be um, building the AI supercomputer that would be available to actually host this AI infrastructure, which is what Azure uh, has been doing in the last years by actually working, by actually working with OpenAI. The turning point for from both a technological product and the business perspective came in 2019 with the release of GPT-2. Why? Well, first of all, by February 2019, OpenAI uh, had been working, as we saw, on scaling those generative models. There was a transition also in the way the architecture of, um, uh, you know, the, the um, uh, AI models, uh, large language models, uh, was uh, looked at because in 2017, you know, um, as everybody knows that works in the field, there was the release of the paper called Attention is All You Need, which, you know, just introduced a new way for uh, machine learning models to be trained 
with the uh, transformer-based ar architecture, where the revolution was, you can actually, in the pre-trained uh, phase, you can actually uh, use an unsupervised uh, learning method to actually train those models, and you can use a lot of parameters, and you can use a lot of data to actually pre-train those, model, uh, those models and make them uh, generalized. Now, um, it was clear by February 2019 with the release of GPT-2 that uh, the path forward was quite promising. And already OpenAI uh, explained back then how, uh, you know, the GPT-2 uh, was, um, uh, you know, which was the successor of GPT, which was released in June of 2018, so a year before, uh, was uh, training on two existing ideas. One was transformer, the transformer architecture, and the other one was the unsupervised pre-training um, uh, method. So, as they explained back in 2018, GPT-2 was first trained um, um, on a transformer model on a very large amount of data in an uh, unsupervised manner using a language modeling and training signal. And then they fine-tuned this model on a much smaller supervised dataset to help it solve specific tasks. So, you first make it generalized and then after you fine-tune it, fine it to make it more um, able to perform specific tasks. Now, they figured already at the time that uh, they already knew, already you know, probably back in 2016, but you know, by 2018 and 19, especially with the release of GPT-2, it became clear to OpenAI that in order for them to actually make those models much better, uh, there was uh, one key thing to actually uh, to keep doing, which was scaling. Scaling meaning uh, that uh, those models could be improved dramatically by simply uh, you know, use, uh, using more parameters, um, by uh, using more data, by training those models for longer. And therefore, with this simple mechanism, they, they could actually be uh, scaling those, those models. However, they also figured that in order for them to actually scale those models further, they needed a lot of computing uh, power. Where do you get the computing power? That's where the whole transformation happened in 2019. So that's when uh, you know, OpenAI decided to transition from a research lab to a for-profit capped organization. So they understood that in order for them to do, uh, to, to, to um, make and take the, the next step, they needed to actually uh, you know, uh, have funding to enable the computing power needed to pre-train those models and therefore move from GPT-2 going forward. It's important to highlight that already back then uh, OpenAI released a uh, a limited version of GPT-2 uh, because, of course, uh, the fear there was that uh, this could be used until they didn't know how to, uh, the, the model worked uh, in depth, they could be, it could be used to generate a lot of misinformation. And that's when in 2019, by March 2019, uh, actually uh, OpenAI uh, really uh, moved from a research lab into uh, a for-profit capped organization. That's where we saw the birth of uh, um, the, the current organizational structure that we get uh, from OpenAI, which you're going to find in one of the previous episodes. But it's a, an hybrid structure where you have uh, two, um, uh, two heads. On one side, you have the, the OpenAI LP, so the limited partnership is uh, really a for-profit organization, but it's capped. And then on the other side, you get the non-profit. The non-profit is the one who actually leads the, the uh, LP, meaning that the non-profit is the one, is the board, the non-profit board is the one that leads the, 
the OpenAI LP. And within the, within the nonprofit board, you get both employees of the OpenAI LP, so the for-profit entities, entity, and also non-employees that are part of the nonprofit uh, you know, organization board that uh, lead the, the for-profit organization. It's very important to highlight that um, the way the organization was structured was to actually keep as a primary mission that to achieve uh, general artificial intelligence while making sure that this would be uh, distributed to society and then as a secondary effect of course generating profits but any profit that would be uh, that would be going um, you know um, um, behind the cap that uh, that was decided then would be redistributed to the non-profit organization to then uh, give it to uh, you know uh, causes uh, societal causes now there was an interesting transition and as OpenAI was able to actually uh, do this transition and OpenAI LP was broken down in three parts which is capabilities which is you know about improving the, the technology safety and then policy which instead were the check and balances within the LP corporation so as OpenAI transitioned into this structure actually uh, there was the first one billion dollars partnership with Microsoft so there was the first time really uh, where uh, we can see Microsoft and OpenAI uh, married or get, got engaged, uh, if you wish, because probably the, 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 the wedding is going to happen with the $10 billion deal. And, you know, at the time, um, again, Microsoft put a billion dollars in the partnership uh, primarily to develop the, the Microsoft Azure infrastructure in a way that could host uh, the, those, um, uh, the capability uh, for OpenAI to keep, um, you know, um, evolving those models. And at the same time, OpenAI was working on the release of a new GPT, which will come by June 2020. So again, there is the partnership in place between Microsoft and OpenAI. Then OpenAI keeps working with those resources in place, because let's remember again, in the training phase where you have a GPT-3, which has been trained on billions of parameters, you need a lot of computing power. Then the team at OpenAI can go um, freely forward in developing like GPT-3. And in June 2020, it was another turning point. Another turning point because GPT-3 for the first time, you know, was released in a way that its um, uh, APIs would be open so that anyone could start playing with it and start building a business on top of it, a business application. And that's where indeed the AI industry started to explode, especially when it comes to the content generation industry. So a lot of uh, the applications of um, uh, GPT-3 were used, especially by uh, AI tools to generate content. Uh, and it also showed uh, a key thing is uh, that uh, you could uh, further scale those models and make them better and therefore by scaling them make them um, more more uh, powerful this also sealed further the partnership between uh, between Microsoft and uh, uh, and OpenAI because uh, at the time uh, Microsoft had the commercial license to um, you know keep um, integrating uh, GPT-3 within its uh, uh, its products so there was a key moment as well from both like a business and technological standpoint. And then really the iPhone moment came in November 2022, when at the end of November, there was the release of uh, ChatGPT, a conversational interface powered by, uh, you know, the latest version of uh, uh, GPT-3 going forward. And that was the moment again, where the probably the, the partnership between uh, OpenAI and Microsoft was stressed, uh, test, tested, meaning that 
you know, uh, with uh, ChatGPT burning a lot of uh, computing resources, server resources, and, uh, you know, putting a lot of pressure on the cloud infrastructure underneath uh, the, the freely available ChatGPT, where hundreds of millions of users most probably flocked in less than two months. Uh, and then, while you also give the resources to the OpenAI team as Microsoft as a corporation to keep developing the GPT-4, which most probably is getting pre-trained on trillions of parameters, we don't know for sure, you understand that uh, this uh, would put a lot of pressure on top of uh, OpenAI, which is burning a lot of cash, and then on the other side, on top of Microsoft, which is trying to uh, also defend its position, um, you know, uh, not just from a financial standpoint, but also as a, as a company, you understand that if you're associated with um, something as powerful as ChatGPT, but you cannot control the way it gets released, uh, it can get uh, problematic. So you want to get more control. And that's where we are right, right now today. So we are in a situation where this partnership is getting, uh, you know, stress test. Uh, and we're going to see whether things we're gonna, uh, are going to uh, move forward. But right now we know that Microsoft is in talks to invest uh, 10 billion into the partnership. Those 10 billion most probably will come just like in 2019, mostly in uh, infrastructure um, uh, provided to OpenAI to keep uh, developing um, the, 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 its models while it finds a business model for ChatGPT and while ChatGPT has the chance to go from product to the iPhone moment to becoming a business platform. So this is the situation right now. It's going to be interesting to see also uh, how the, the organizational structure of OpenAI looks like once the deal uh, is closed between and if the deal closes between like Microsoft and OpenAI.